Hello and welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and thank you for joining us today. This is series 2, episode 167. And today we are taking a break from our Come Follow Me study as usual on a Monday. Uh, today we are going to focus on a general conference talk. Um, we've not done this for a while but um, it is something which I've wanted to do for a couple of weeks. As a number of you know I've been writing, I've been writing a book uh, and the chapter which I'm up to right now um, deals with the priesthood and the women's and women's roles in the priesthood. And, uh, and so I'm going to talk about Sister Jean B. Bingham's talk from the recent um, general uh, Saturday evening session of General Conference, uh, because uh, she talks a lot about this. Uh, and there were some really interesting insights that I wanted to share after I'd studied it. She begins by uh, explaining the the roles of Adam and Eve and how they worked together in unity uh, in the Garden of Eden, in the Garden of Eden, and then when they left the Garden of Eden, and also as they started to bring children into the world. Um, she then explains this: how the kind of roles between men and women uh, have become. Um, confused and uh, misconstrued she says quote as centuries and then millennia came and went the clarity of men's and women's inspired and interdependent contributions became clouded with, with misinformation and misunderstandings during the time between that marvelous beginning in the garden of eden and now the adversary has been quite successful in his goal to divide men and women in his in his attempts to conquer our souls lucifer knows that if he, if he can damage the unity men and women feel if he can confuse us about our divine worth and covenant responsibilities, he will succeed in destroying families, which are essential units of, of, of eternity. Satan and science comparison as a tool to create feelings of being superior or, or inferior, hiding the eternal truth that men's and women's innate differences are God's given and equally value, equally, equally valued. He has attempted to demean women's contributions both to the family and in civil society thereby decreasing their uplifting influence for good. His goal has been to foster a power struggle rather than a celebration of the unique contributions of men and women that complement one another and contribute to unity, close quote. I think this is particularly interesting. I mean, obviously, in the world, uh, there are differences between men and women that need to be resolved, such as uh, diff e equality in pay uh, and things like that. There are some, you know, really important things that do need to be um, equalised between men and women, uh, which is part of really what Sister Bingham is saying, that over the years there's been some separation between men and women in the in the roles that they have and in the value in which they feel, uh, which is not acceptable. Um, that's just the way that mankind has kind of developed over the centuries. Uh, and so there are some things being done to change this, but of course it, there is still a long way to go, like with many matters that need to be changed. Um, but in, in terms of what Sister Bingham is talking about, she is explaining that the role that men and women play together in the work of the Lord um, has great power. Uh, and if we uh, work together in that unity, then great things can be done. Sister Bingham then turns to the restoration of the priesthood and how this was a vital step in the uh, in carrying out the work of salvation on the earth. She speaks then of the Relief Society and says, quote, In 1842, when the women of the fledgling church wanted to form an official group to help in the work, President Joseph Smith felt inspired to organise them under the priesthood after the pattern of the priesthood. He said, I now turn the key to you in the name of God. This is the beginning of better days. 
and since that key was turned, educational, political and economic opportunities for women have begun to gradually expand throughout the world. This uh, organisation of the Relief Society was an important milestone uh, in terms of the priesthood. I think that in, in over time we have come to think of the priesthood as being held by men. Uh, and that, you know, they are, they act in its authority and power. And um, obviously, in terms of carrying out the ordinances of the gospel, this may be the case. Um, but there is something that, we, that we've missed, which fortunately now uh, we are being taught more and more often um, in in terms of how the priesthood works uh, and its and its perp and women's role within this priesthood. Um, Sister Bingham continues by saying, quote, From the Prophet Joseph Smith's day to ours, the ongoing restoration of all things has brought enlightenment on the necessary and the, on the necessity of the authority and power of the, of the priesthood in helping both men and women accomplish their divinely appointed roles. Recently, we have been taught that women who are set apart under the direction of one holding priesthood keys operate with priesthood authority in their callings. In October 2019, President Russell M. Nelson taught that women who are endowed in the temple have priesthood power in their lives and in their homes as they keep those sacred covenants they made with God. He explained that the heavens are open just, just as open to women who are endowed with God's power flowing from their priesthood covenants as they are to men who bear, who bear the priesthood. And he encouraged every sister to draw liberally upon the Saviour's power to help your family and others you love. Close quote. There is a clear indication here that women, uh, that sisters in the church, are just as able to draw upon the powers of the priesthood uh, as much as brethren who hold um, authority to, to officiate in, in certain ordinances. As I uh, researched for my book, there was something interesting that I uh, discovered, uh, which could, could, could explain why we have you know, been led to a, a more black and white view in terms of who holds the priesthood and who doesn't uh, between men and women in the church. Uh, I looked at the curriculums that uh, your men and your women have followed over the past few decades. Um, it is interesting to note that this year in 2020 is the first year that both young women and young men will follow the same curriculum. And I'm not just talking about because in 2013 they did um, publish and deliver a Come Follow Me ske um, schedule for Aaronic Priesthood and Young, young Women um, classes at church. And those were similar uh, in terms of following the same topic each month. Uh, so, for, for example, one month, uh, I think it was May, they both studied uh, priesthood and priesthood keys in, in 2018 or 2019. Um, but even then, within those lessons, there were slight differences for running priesthood and young women uh, classes. There was um, so... You know, there was some kind of coming together in terms of the same topics, but slightly different um, focuses within those topics. And I'll come back to those in a minute. But when you look in the Aaronic Priesthood manuals uh, that they used to have before this change to come follow me in um, youth classes at church, uh, there was the Aaronic Priesthood manual and there was the Young Women manual. And if you looked into the, les into the lessons put into those um, manuals, the very first lesson in, in Aaronic Priesthood 1 was the priesthood. And there was discussion there about power and authority of the priesthood, the open covenant of the priesthood and, and principles of the priesthood. Um, and if you looked in the young women's first lesson, it was, um, oh, I've forgotten it now. It was something like, I am a daughter of God or something like that. 
uh, and there was discussion about the relationship between a father and a daughter and how that relationship is exemplified with our Heavenly Father who is perfect and what he is for us. Um, what's interesting is as you continue through the manuals, there is clear differences between the um, the Aaronic priesthood and young women's uh, manuals about their teaching on the priesthood. And this came to light to, for me personally when I was um, when my wife and I were preparing for the general conference in 2020. Um, the prophet, the prophet President Nelson, had also encouraged your um, sisters to study the principles of the priesthood, and so she asked me to sit down and um, and talk with her about it um, because really. Um, it hadn't. She hadn't had much experience of that in youth or in relief society. As you look in the first manuals of the Aaronic Priesthood and the Olmen manuals, the old manuals, there is a number of lessons throughout all three Aaronic Priesthood manuals. Actually, and within those, they discuss priesthood principles. They discuss the roles and responsibilities of the priesthood. They discuss, you know, um, how you know how to have more priesthood power in your life, uh, what priesthood authority is, and how that works, and all these principles which we've come to understand with the priesthood but in the sisters manual in the women's manual um what is interesting is that after a few lessons of women's roles in the home such as one chapter on homemaking um there is a section that is about the priesthood but when you look at the lessons within that section they are very focused towards or they were very focused towards sustaining priesthood in their callings at church um you know, respecting a, a patriarchal order in the home uh, and, you know, all these other kind of things in terms of sustaining and, and strengthening uh, the brethren, basically, in their lives that hold the priesthood. Um, there is one lesson uh, in Manual 3 for the young women about the priesthood and how it works in terms of the open covenant of the priesthood and all that, all of that. But then there is further chapters on, uh, you know, sustaining church leaders for example in their call in their priesthood calls so a lot of focus is on sustaining um priesthood holders in their callings and in and in the home rather than actually sisters being able to use and you make use of the priesthood in their lives um this was changed um when you moved into the come follow me which was introduced in 2013 for for youth in their in their youth classes uh there was two lessons uh, about that I could find in 2018 or 2019 uh, about how sisters have a role in the priesthood and how they can use the priesthood in the work of salvation that they in, in embark on in the home and in church as well. So there is a clear movement towards this understanding that sisters uh, have the potential and the ability to make use of the priesthood in their lives as well, just as much as brethren do. Sister Bingham reaffirms this when she says, quote, One of the keys is to understand that when women and men work together, we accomplish a great deal more than we do working separately. Our roles are complementary rather than competitive. Although women are not ordained to a priesthood office, as noted previously, women are blessed with priesthood power as they keep their covenants and they operate with priesthood authority when they are set apart to a calling. Close quote. She continues to explain that, you know, sisters have has just as important role in this church as men do. Uh, she says, quote, We are taught that priesthood blesses, priesthood blesses the lives of God's children in, in innumerable ways. In church callings, temple ordinances, family relationships, and quiet individual ministry, Latter-day Saint women and men go forward with priesthood power and authority. This in interdependence of men and women in accomplishing God's work through his power is central to the gospel of Jesus Christ, restored through the prophet Joseph Smith. Close quote.
Um, you know, and as, as I was talking about this with my wife in terms of what the priesthood is and the priesthood responsibilities, um, you know, it was clear that it was important for her to understand this, not simply because we have a son who will one day hopefully be ordained to the Aaronic priesthood and so on, but actually she has power in the in our home and in the callings that she holds at church in leading in being part of leading the the children in, in our ward and also supporting people in you know temple and family history work she has but the, the ability to call on priesthood power in these in these offices in these callings as well uh, and so i thought that was particularly useful that sister bingham gave this fantastic talk on that i mean i'm i'm over 12 minutes now so i'm gonna have to stop there but i do um recommend this talk to you uh, it is a great talk uh, and one which i'm sure we'll be referring to for years to come about the priesthood and in particular uh, the sister's role in it as well thank you for listening today i hope you've enjoyed this study session please um sh- you know share this podcast review it subscribe it so more people can hear about it you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode as well. And of course, there is the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, where you can share your thoughts and uh, be part of a group that is looking to uplift and edify one another. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>